I'm Andre. I'm Kaylin. And, and this, this is Two Hosts Are Better Than One. So for this episode, we kind of want to um, just reflect on um, living through quarantine and um, just the impact of COVID-19. Um, we really haven't had a, a chance to um, record or really talk about it um, publicly. So we just wanted to um, take this episode to just reflect on, on lessons that we've learned mm-hmm. um, over, what, the past three months? Forever. Uh, it feels like forever. <laughs> um, I know uh, when the pandemic first started and mm-hmm. um, I can remember when um, they were building hospitals in China. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of like, well, well, this is kind of serious. Um, yeah. You know, I we we don't watch the news on TV. You know, we, we get our news um, through other outlets. Um, so it was just kind of uh, weird once we started hearing about, um, you know, at the time it was just the coronavirus. That's what it was called. Yeah. Kind of getting closer and closer. And when I say closer, I mean to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really just thinking back. Um, it's really unfortunate that um, that the virus wasn't taken as seriously as it should yeah. have been. Yeah, um, and like we were being introduced to it, mm-hmm. but it had been a thing for a while. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and for, you know, for me, when when I saw, um, you know, that um, they were building hospitals in China. You know, they were building a, a thousand bed hospital in six days. Mm-hmm. And, for, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, let's start preparing. Let's let's kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah. So we're not playing catch up or we're being reactive. Let's be proactive. Um, and so that that calls for us um, to try to figure out, well, what can we do in our home? You know, we we can't mm-hmm. control what the government does, but we can control what we do. Mm-hmm. Um you know, as parents and um, as a as a family, um, so that that led for me to, um, you know, really advocate working from home. Um, so I mm-hmm. worked from home for a while. Um, still working from home, switched to another job um, because of um, the pandemic, mm-hmm. and just really wanted to make sure we were safe as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's been a a long <laughs> three months, right? Yeah, it's been really long, and I know for me, I was freaking out because I'm a germaphobe, and <laughs> this is probably the worst thing you could ever do to a germaphobe. Yeah. So yeah. I was already on ten in terms of health and cleanliness mm-hmm. and I don't know sanitation. Right. Before COVID, so it just multiplied by a thousand so I was freaking out and I was one of the ones that was wearing my mask in the car I only did it one time though because I was on the phone with Andre I had I think I had just left the grocery store and I was like I'm about to pass out like my head is hurting so bad like I'm getting so much pressure and he was like did you take your mask off and I was like oh I, but I didn't even consciously, I wasn't like, right. I'm going to wear my mask in the car. Because I've like seen people making memes and different stuff about uh-huh. people that wear their masks in the right. car. I'm like, that was me. Yeah. But I, it wasn't even a conscious thought. I was just so mm-hmm. fearful. I'm like, right. 
I'm carrying the germs in the car with me. Like, and that's all we were hearing was like, <laughs> basically, it's like a silent killer. You don't know where it is. You yes. don't know where it's coming from. You don't know where it's yeah. going next. So it's like, well, it, it really felt like a, a, a cloud. It was horrible. Was and Andre's like, like you know, because he was, he was getting adjusted to working from home. Like, I was used oh, to being yeah. home with our daughter. And he was getting used to to staying home and so Mm -hmm. it was like you know i want to go for a run or i want to go for a jog and i'm like no covid (laughs) is out there it's like i want to run in unpopulated areas no i'm like it is populated "Mm -mm." i'm gonna be distanced and it's like nope no i'm like and remember i I do remember um when um they were saying that masks wouldn't work that you know you had to socially distance or and at the time it was just the stay at home order, just everyone stay at home. And they were like wearing a mask. It, it, it doesn't work. And we, we still stocked up on masks, you know, even though they said, um, which now and, they're like mass works. So exactly. I'm glad we did. So we had already started doing that. And I was working at the ho- a hospital, um, before I, I switched to a different job. And so we were already kind of programmed to protect ourselves, yep. you know, at all costs. So I'm like, well, if that if that's the case in the healthcare industry, then that's what we need to do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it was kind of like, well, now we have to go back, you know, to the original, to, yep, you know, and and do something different. So that that was frustrating. It was just yeah, it was like masks don't work, and then it was like certain masks work. Yeah, like at first the cloth masks were, you know, don't do that. Make sure you get the N95. I, I think. think it was N95, and it was it was just a lot with the mass and grocery shopping. Was oh my gosh, that became horrible. another like thing. It was just it was very ridiculous. And I mean, I would go to the grocery store, and people would have their masks. Like one guy, he was like talking to people in the grocery line and was just holding his mask. And I'm like, <laughs> you're the reason. Like, we have to stay home and stay isolated because you're out here just holding your mask. Like, put it on. And so it would be, I mean, I have had kids, like, wiping their hands across my grocery cart as they're going down the aisle. And I'm like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So it would just, I mean, it would just be horrible. I think I, I, I was surprised at how political Oh when, and when I so say political, fast. I don't mean like just in the governmental level. I mean, you know, just between like you were saying, like in the grocery store, you know, it's like um, you have a group of people who believe in, you know, wearing masks, you know, like you, mm-hmm. like if you're going to have the mask, wear it. And then yeah. you got the group of people. It's not that big of a deal. Because there are people can... that don't have masks that are trying to get them. And then you have right. your mask and you're not even wearing it. Right. It it just became very opinionated. Well, and then it's like, you know, certain people have certain, you know, health things mm-hmm. that the mask wouldn't be right. right for them. So people like stay home and then other people, it just got really complicated really yeah. quick. And so that was a very stressful time. I mean, everything has kind of, kind of simmered down. I know where we <clears throat> live, thankfully, like they're mm-hmm. stocked on paper products and <laughs> And things like that. And Toilet tissue. And hand sanitizer. You know? And just, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. I mean, I remember uh, going to the store for the first time because Kate was the one who was going to the store. Um, and 
I went and I heard about, you know, that the the shelves were empty and, um, you know, meat was gone, toilet tissue, water. But actually going inside the store and seeing, you know, things that I'm and, and that's the thing with um, living in America. We're so used to overabundance, like not just abundance, mm-hmm. just overabundance, yeah. like. You're not just going to go in. It's not even stuff we need. It's stuff we want. (laughs) Right. And, you know, they're not going to bring out a pack of chicken, you know, one at a time. They're just going to pack the refrigerator out Mm -hmm. with meat, you know. So going in and seeing like, oh, we're having to ration things or, you know, only take one pack of tissue only, you know. And it's so easy for us to say like, you know, well, I live. I live a very modest life. I live mm-hmm. a very simple life. You know, that's something I I became kind of self-righteous about. <laughs> that like, you're simplistic. Not, yeah, we don't you, buy things in excess. But then it's like, oh, well, we really don't need, need everything. Yeah, like I don't want the original flavored Skinny Pop. I want the butter. And it's like, <laughs> that doesn't matter right now. We're right. In <laughs> We're in a crisis. We're in a pandemic. So Like it, they didn't have the, the mixed berry fruit snacks. They had mixed fruit. Like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it matters. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so just just kind of seeing that, um, you know, I, I and then to the the fruits and the vegetables were stocked. You know, it was the yeah. chips and the. Now, that was a plus for us because we right. get the healthy, organic things. And so and that all, was fully of, all of those things were stocked. So I didn't have to worry about that. But yeah, but your pork, your red meat. <laughs> and I'm not if you eat that, that's fine. I'm not. We indulge you know, I love every, that. every now and then. You know, that's 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 my cheat food. But, <laughs> you know, the chips, the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's Those like were out. mac and cheese, all of that is gone. All the microwavable stuff is gone, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so that was just, it was just a, a, a hard time. I also um, just really had, you know, and kind of thinking about quarantine, um, I didn't feel bad. I had to learn not to feel bad for sleeping, you know, mm-hmm. taking naps and um, wanting to watch TV, you know. Um, my, my, when I was working from home, my schedule was, um, a lot more flexible, um, than when I was, you know, brick and mortar where, you know, you can't go to sleep and watch TV. Um, so I, I just basically had to become okay with that. You know, Mm -hmm. this is, this is different. It's not like I choose to be home or, you know, we choose to be home, um, it's different when you're basically under house arrest, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you, what? you know, you can't go anywhere. That's you just can't, a very interesting yeah, analogy. Yeah. I mean, metaphorically, it's house arrest. Like <laughs> there is, there is no, you can't go. The, the stores were closed. The restaurants were closed. Starbucks was closed. I can't with you. Gyms were closed. I mean... Not locked. Churches closed. Lockdown and house arrest. Okay. <laughs> black man. Typical house arrest. So it was. It was. It was. It was hard. It was well, tough. and then you had it did turn like political. Political also because people there was a thing about African Americans wearing masks versus everyone mm-hmm. else wearing masks, and mm-hmm. then it's like wearing masks is symbolic mm-hmm. of them shutting us up, and I'm like. 
Uh, that's kind of a stretch, but it right. got really complicated, and I'm like, that's why I just stay home. And and as a black man, you know, I had to, I was conscious of watching the media, watching the news, movies, shows, and it's the black man running into the store with the mask, mm-hmm. you know, covering his his face to steal something. Mm-hmm. And I'm carrying that, you know, it's like put on a mask, but psychologically, yeah. I'm also factoring in. You're a threat without one. I'm a I'm a threat without one. Mm-hmm. And then. Well, and then at the beginning, people were just using what they had. So there right. were people that were using bandanas. Bandanas. Yeah. They were using shirt. I mean, I've seen people still using, you know, T-shirts. Mm-hmm. People were just using mm-hmm. kind of what they had at the beginning because everything was out of stock. So right. you could kind of see where it's like it people might could have taken advantage right. and not just african american anyone mm-hmm. could have taken advantage of having to wear masks especially right. if it wasn't the hospital mask exactly um but then there was just some things where i'm like that's just a stretch and we're mm-hmm. just making everything either like political or racial or mm-hmm. like sometimes it, it is just about health like let's just yeah, on that. <laughs> and and you know that's that's my critique with the media because mm-hmm. when you have when you're pushing out these images, our brain is storing them. Mm-hmm. So whether we're conscious of it or not, we're gonna treat certain people different ways because of the images we're being mm-hmm. flooded with on a well, daily and basis. It was in the rise of all of the racial injustice exactly. that has happened. So, and I think that's why yeah. it became a hotbed because. Yeah. Um, so now it's like we have to wear masks. We're already in that mindset yeah. of like racial injustice. So right. it's like you're trying to shut me up or. And black people know. were and to my knowledge still are dying at astronomically um, different, ra- you know, higher rates than um, any other race. Whereas you know. at the beginning it was there's also been so much confusion with figuring out the virus mm-hmm. because at the beginning it's like I, I, I was seeing things going around like black people are immune I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see it. But there was a thing like, you know, it's not really affecting African-Americans as much. So people are like, we don't have to wear masks because we're immune from it. Whereas now it's like there are different statistics that are the Mm -hmm. complete opposite. Like, And again, with the types of masks, that has changed. Like, And we're back at square one. So it's just been a lot of chaos. And Mm -hmm. I don't think there's been a lot of grace for ourselves, just right. navigating through this and for others as well. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know how to navigate through this. And right. while you want to be the most productive, the most creative, mm-hmm. um, we are coping yeah. <laughs> with yeah, with the are. pandemic and people are grieving, you know, losses yeah. that they're experiencing. Absolutely. Experiencing, there is no handbook or manual mm-hmm. that any of us were given to Mm -hmm. navigate through this and even those that have been in previous pandemics they said this has been some people have said this was the worst that it has been in terms of Mm -hmm. you know coping and navigating through the crisis Mm -hmm. and so i don't feel like there's been a lot of grace for Mm -hmm. ourselves just to be like you said like sometimes you just want to watch tv it's not because you don't want to like you know not be watching the news or you know but you just want to relax and mentally. You don't want to be hyperactive. Yes, and mentally yeah. you have to take that break. Exactly. And so you might not be productive because you're in a crisis. That's okay. Like you might not mm-hmm. come out of this with books written and, you know, your latest dream. <laughs> your dreams fulfilled. Fulfilled. And that's right. okay. Right. And and no one 
schedule this for that to happen. Exactly. So you just kind of exactly. have to give yourself grace, but also other people. Like it's been kind of disheartening too, just to see how how we have treated e- each other. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and I I know um, there are jo- you know uh, jobs or employers who mm-hmm. made their employees take sick leave to work from home or have mm-hmm. to work from home. Um, and I, I think this time is really showing what what do we value? Are we valuing exactly. money over people? Are we are we valuing profit over people? Exactly. Um, you know, I was just right before we recorded, I was looking up some some research on um burnout and stress. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was like with the World World Health Health Organization, and like the second the second um, bullet point was like stress costs the U.S. billions of dollars, and in my mind, I'm like, what does that matter? Like, yeah. why why is that even <laughs> a factor? A factor, you know, like. I understand like there there's a time and a and a place for thinking about cost and profit and mm-hmm. all of those things business things but at the end of the day it's it's about people it's about human mm-hmm. relationships and even if there was no um you know even if there was no um decrease in profit we should still address burnout and stress like exactly. that's not a a a plus to exactly. me, in my opinion um, so I, I really think it's just causing everyone to evaluate, um, you know, we're, we're not just cleaning registers, we're cleaning government, we're cleaning business, we're yeah. cleaning nonprofit well, organizations, being, churches. Being smart about cleaning the registers because just the other day, I don't know if it was an article or something, but people were complaining about the keypads that you use when you are making a a transaction with a card Mm -hmm. and you have to enter your pin number. And it was like, if we're all touching the same plastic, which is over it, you know, that's not helping with the spread of germs. And so one of the employees for this particular store was saying that they do it so that when they're cleaning the machine, um, the cleaning product won't get like in the buttons and stuff. But they didn't address the fact that we're mm. all touching the same plastic. So right. I'm like, I don't care if the machine breaks down and you got to <laughs> order another one. Like, this is about health. Right. And so it's like you're valuing a machine over. Yeah. But and then but then what happens is, you know, if you don't have the cover and the cleaning gets into the machine and they have to keep replacing machines, mm-hmm. then the prices of the of the products are going to go up. You think so? Because they have to they have to pay for the machines so it's like it's causing us to rethink our entire economic system is yeah. it's causing us to rethink um just everything you know people were like i don't want to have to um we sh- you know we shouldn't have to keep waiting outside of walmart anymore in lines mm-hmm. you know it's like but we're always in a rush we're always um we have to jump and get to the next thing and we over schedule and we it, it's just really causing us to think like um, 
about a lot of different things. Yes, yeah. and how you cope with things. Right. Because you can still overschedule now, but you're home. So right. you can only escape but so much. Exactly. So. And I think a lot of the problems that we have pushed outside of ourselves mm-hmm. and have said, oh, well, that's my job's fault or that's yeah. the so-and-so's fault. Okay, well, now you're home. <laughs> You know, you now see I'm what home, you're adding to, and to I equation. see what I, yeah, w- what my weaknesses are, and and how that has played into, um, you know, career and all types of things. So, mm-hmm. um, it's it's um, I I have really seen that stress is real, anxiety is real, um, mm-hmm. that we are interconnected as people. Um, whether we whether we think so or not, you know, um, we, you know, I, I was reading the other day that um, whenever we witness pain and we see pain, mm-hmm. um, our brain elicits a, a pain response as if we are as if we are being harmed or threatened mm-hmm. or put in that place of pain. Um so I I think it's it's like really opened up conversation for compassion and um absolutely. So slow down, take mm-hmm. a breath. Um we really have to remain vigilant. We just can't yeah. you know, I, I'm not going off of numbers, you know, because they're probably lying anyway. <laughs> probably lying. Everybody's not being tested, everybody's yeah. not just even the the accountability for numbers is mm-hmm. not um, I haven't seen a lot of that, um, mm-hmm. but and I'm I'm open to learning. But yeah. even still, I'm I'm really focused on how is this going to impact um, our children's future, especially exactly. with schools and yeah. um, just having to. You know, it, it's so funny. Like going out um, when we do have to go out, it's not just socially distancing ourselves but you know we live in the south up north you know in in other parts of the country it's normal for people not to say hello or speak or that type of thing um but now it's weird because i'm used to going in the store somewhere and like hey how you doing a striking conversation with somebody um but now it's like everyone's a threat stay away yeah like i'm not even (laughs) looking just to look at you not even I don't even make eye contact. I'm just yeah, looking at what I'm getting. Exactly. And I'm like, um, so it's it's um, it's different. Yeah, it's different. I, and the things that um, I've experienced as you know, being black, people moving out of the way, or you know, looking a certain way. It, oh yeah, it's not different. Oh no, nothing has it's changed. It's not different. <laughs> You're in um, self-checkout and the, you know, person that's supposed to be, you know, overseeing everything and helping customers is like right there in front of your face, like waiting to see like what you're going to do. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not hasn't different. Changed. Yeah. yeah. And I think we, ha- we need to accept that there are intersections, mm-hmm. um, that it's not just COVID. It's not just race. It's not just gender. Everything's intertwined. It's all intersected. Mm-hmm. And when we look at our society as a whole, um, we got to look at it in parts in order to examine, you know, and analyze will. But we really got to piece things together as mm-hmm. we move forward. Um, Absolutely. But I'm in a more hopeful place than I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think um, as as people, 
that we'll we'll be okay. Other countries have made it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think really just focusing on not just everything getting back to normal because that's not going to happen. Right. But um, just and you don't because we don't know how things will be once if everything you know if COVID is gone, if right. COVID will ever be gone, right. we don't really know how things will be. So we can't necessarily prepare ourselves for normalcy and we can't prepare ourselves for the unknown. Exactly. So, you know, what I do is just try to focus on how I'm showing up. Right. So how, that means how I'm showing up right now, but then also how I'm going to show up when all of this is over. Exactly. You know, yeah. so you can't necessarily control the situations, but you can, can control how you show up in the situations. So just really focusing on self-awareness during this time, Mm -hmm. um, just really sitting with those things that you're finding out about yourself, whether Mm -hmm. good or bad. Mm -hmm. Um, So people are um, doing certain crafts or Mm -hmm. uh, journaling. Yeah, doing different things that maybe they used to used to love, but don't love anymore new things that people are being introduced to, Mm -hmm. but just paying attention to that. And I also think, um, if you are the creative type, really focusing on on the need, how you can use your creativity to meet mm-hmm. certain needs during this time. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I think, especially, I'm a business owner, so I automatically think, you know, along the business lines. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a business and you're kind of stepping back to see, okay, well, what I have doesn't, you know, necessarily meet the immediate need. Right. Just think of ways that you can be creative and um, really see what people are in need of during this time. Because Mm -hmm. um, I think at this point, target audiences, niches, you know, like really specific things have kind of taken a backseat because there are totally different needs now and people are in survival mode. Exactly. So they're not looking for the same things that they would look for. They're not really paying attention to ads and different things like they would before Mm -hmm. because it's about survival. It's about what I need for my family, my well-being, not necessarily as much for too much entertainment, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's just been just a lot of businesses that have had to kind of step back. Mm -hmm. And you got some companies that do one thing, but now they're putting out hand sanitizer and they're, you get what I'm saying? So there's a way for you to um, adjust your business or even just take a break. If you're at the point where you are like um, financially, your business is in a place where you can step back. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not doing, you're not trying to meet a need in this sense, but you're just taking a break for you know you and your team to mm-hmm. really reset and work on team building and different things like that that's right. also necessary so yeah. it may not be something to where you have to come up with a new product or come up with a new service mm-hmm. maybe it's time for you to just step back and reevaluate with your team and make sure that when you are at a place where okay we want to do something right that the team is all right. Right. You know, this is a great time for self-reflection, not just for those that are in charge of, of businesses, mm-hmm. but also employees and things like that. So, right. um, and that goes with just everyday people, Exactly. you know, whether you're a business owner or not, you can be creative. You can, you know, mm-hmm. you can try to meet needs without being a business owner, Right. but um, maybe it's also time just to, yeah. you know, there are some people that need to, be creative. There are some people mm-hmm. that just need to take a step back. Maybe you have been creative and you just you just want to take a few minutes and just make sure that you're you're okay because that's what matters exactly. at the end of the day. And I don't think anyone. Well, there are people that will always be judging what you're doing, mm-hmm. but 
um, at this point, what's most important is your well-being and, exactly. and how you are because, yeah, I believe that's most important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's about being resourceful, mm-hmm. you know, over versus overproducing. Yeah. You know, prioritizing what, yeah. what matters most right now, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's in business. Like you were saying, do we need to put a pause on production and focus on you know, personal professional development. Yes. And it's the same at home. Do we need to wash clothes and cook right now? Or do we need to, mm-hmm. you know, go out and um, take a walk? Like, what What do we need to do right now? We mm-hmm. can't do everything in one day, you know, one quarter, yeah. one... But really paying um, attention to your mental health, your emotional yes. state, and... um yeah, not being so again, it goes down to grace, like right. Not being so strict on yourself that you can't that you're not managing yourself well. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So I I hope that um, you know we will continue to reach out, um, you know, to other people, especially like you know staying connected with family, friends, mm-hmm. um, getting professional help, so therapy, counseling, yeah, um, whether that's faith based or or not. Um, and having open, open and honest conversations um, is so important. Um, mm-hmm. Befriending everyone, you know, befriend people and being kind. Um, yeah. That's, that's the main thing. If you enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to leave a review and head over to our website, twohostsarebetter.com, to engage with more of our content. We also would like to highlight the amazing artist behind our podcast music, Ryan Holland of Team Proton. As always, thanks for listening.